welcome Frederick Byrne Colert from the University of East Anglia, who is also a, the director of comic studies out there, professor at University of East Anglia, director of comic studies, welcome. Thank you, thanks for having me. So Frederick, uh, my namesake, so kind of interesting to be yeah. talking to another Frederick um, in the United States. You don't hear that name very often. And my name, of course, is Luis Federico, but when we moved from Mexico, they gave me the Anglophone Frederick. Um, but yeah. yes, so we're not here to talk about our name origins. We're here to talk about you and your work. Uh, Frederick, I don't know. So you, you've trained, you know, you have this really interesting academic sort of journey, uh, right? I mean, you've gone to the University of Aarhus, you, you study Scandinavian literature, you published a book on the Chicago literary experience, and now you're doing comic studies. But I want to hear like, how this all happened and how you got to comic studies. Absolutely. Um, so I guess my, my origin story uh, for comic studies, like, like everyone else's, I think, in, in comic studies, is that you know, I used to be obsessed with comics when when I was a kid and I read like all the comics I could, could get my hands on. But, but the difference was that I grew up in, in, in Denmark and I'm originally from, from Denmark. So, uh, so I didn't grow up reading superheroes at all. And I didn't really even, I think, know that superheroes really existed at all. Like, I think characters like Superman or Batman existed only as movie characters for me because we couldn't, like, you know, it just wasn't available, all these, these, these American superhero comics. So, um, so, so it was always those those characters uh, and stories were associated with um, with with the, the the movies for me, and I I was reading all the uh, the Franco Belgian comics instead, so all the Tintin and the Asterix and and all those types of things, and that's what I associated with, with comics, um, uh, along with of course all the uh, the uh, the Donald Duck uh, and Mickey Mouse comics um, that were made, I think, mostly actually in Europe for a European market. So it's not something that a lot of Americans are even really aware of that these very American characters have this whole long sort of tradition in in, in Europe as as um, also contemporary comic book uh, characters, right? So I don't think. Um, I mean, people in, in, in North America tend to think of, of Johnny Duck you know, as an as a animation character mostly, right? But there's obviously this whole tradition of, of uh, the Karl Barks comics uh, from the 40s and 50s and, uh, and also then uh, a more contemporary European production. So anyway, so, so that's what I grew up reading. And, uh, and then I, I stopped reading comics like, like I think most people also tend to do, right? So then I went to university or high school or whatever, and I thought, you know, I was like, oh, now I'm gonna be serious and read like the serious kinds of books and literature and so on. So, um, so then uh, for, my, for my studies, I, 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 was a, I was an Americanist. I studied American literature. That, that's what I, um, what I uh, focused on. And, uh, and it was really only when I was in, in, in grad school that I even started reading uh, comics again. And I took this one uh, graduate seminar um, on you know, the, the contemporary graphic novel. And we read um, Bill Sacco and Chris Ware and the Hernandez brothers and, and, and sort of these, my fans of Trappi and, and those types of things. And, uh, and I sort of discovered that, you know, we discovered comics and what comics uh, could uh, 
could be and, and, and who comics could be made by also, right? Like what, what kind of creators could, uh, could make, make comics uh, in the world and the kinds of perspectives that they brought to, uh, to the form. So, so although I wrote my first book on, uh, on the, the literary history of Chicago and much more traditional sort of literary studies um, area, I, I kept reading comics uh, and, uh, and I developed the next project uh, to be an autobiographical comics because that's sort of where I was just naturally drawn. Uh, I think partly because of the, you know, the, the, the wave of autobiographical comics for the last 15, 20 years. Um, but also just because I, I, I felt that that's where the most interesting work was being done in terms of, of uh, issues of identity and representation, which are, um, well, which are issues that, that I'm really interested in. So, um, so that, that project um, was eventually published last, uh, last year as, as Serial Selves, um, which is on the screen here. Yeah. So that's sort of the, the, the journey. It's not, it's not a very, you know, these two areas don't really, there's not like one developed into the other or, or anything like that. Really, it's just that, that there was always this like background of, of, of comics that now has sort of like taken over uh, most of my work. Uh, well, although I am also currently a, a longer book on, on, uh, on um, the literary history of Chicago. So, so that is also sort of hanging out uh, in the background, but, but it is mostly, mostly comics that I do now. You know, you ended up uh, with your PhD there at the University of Oregon, of course, which is another uh, important space, academic space, scholarly space in the U.S. for the study of comics. Um, so, yeah, maybe it's not entirely surprising, right? I mean, you have a kind of hotbed of comics studies scholars and creators over there. Well, it's actually sort of a funny. So I, I didn't do my PhD in Oregon. I did my, uh, my MA. Uh, I did my PhD in, uh, in Montreal. And okay. Then, so, okay. so what? But it, but but it's 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 funny uh, because obviously now Oregon is this hotbed of of, of comic studies, as you say, and uh, and it really wasn't at all when when I was there. Although it was where I took this this one uh, seminar I mentioned uh, about uh, comics or graphic novels, uh, and uh, and that's sort of what got me back into comics. But at that time, uh, Ben Saunders, who's now sort of the, the I guess he's the director of, of comic studies there. Um, he, he was a Renaissance scholar and I didn't really know that he had anything to do with comics. So that wasn't obvious, uh, at all from, from my interactions with him, uh, when, when I was there. So, um, so it is a sort of funny coincidence that, that I was there, but I was there before it turned into, to, to what it is now. And, and, uh, and I didn't really, I mean, I can trace my like academic interest in comics to the University of Oregon, but but not in the obvious way of, of having like, been a student in the, 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 the comics program there or, or haven't really worked with anybody in, in a large capacity uh, for, for comics work. Yeah. So, uh, so it's, a, it's a funny coincidence. And I always, um, I always think about just sort of just like weird missed timeline or something of, uh, of, of having just been there a little bit too early. But, well, you're starting, you've got your own program now going. So, and we're going to talk about that yeah. in just a minute here. But um, so in like autobiography, autobiographical comics, you were saying that there's, there's just like such a resplendence of autobiography comics being published right now. Um, mm -hmm. But you're specifically interested in, you know, creators that have been otherwise kind of 
underrepresented. Julie Doucet, so sort of, sort of sexuality and gender, Phoebe Glockner, right? Um, Ariel Schrag, um, Al Davison, um, and of course, Tufik um, Al-Razi. So yeah, tell us why, I mean, there has been work done on autobiography and comics, but what's, what, tell us what distinguishes serial cells from that. Mm -hmm. Well, so, so the main idea uh, for the book is that, uh, that, you know, when authors from uh, marginalized uh, backgrounds take control of, of representation of themselves, like interesting things happen, right? So, um, so the obvious, you know, sort of very well-established uh, um, uh, approach to, to, to studying, uh, whether that's um, Hillary Hsu, and graphic women or, or work um, well work by, by yourself also uh, right is that that there's something that happens when um, when uh, creators of comics uh, you know get to not only uh, write or, or or you know describe themselves but also get to, to to draw themselves to insist on this kind of visual representation right and then uh, what happens in, in in those cases, and and you have books uh, like uh, like Hillary Shoes, Graphic Women, that that takes a uh, a very sort of um, in depth uh, view of that from the perspective of uh, of gender, and uh, and obviously a lot of your work uh, looks at this from the perspective of uh, race and, and ethnicity, um, but uh, but I'm what I'm doing in this book is I'm I'm taking a, a sort of even broader view, and I'm I'm, I'm looking at a work by uh, authors uh, who I guess are sort of marginalized in, in, in different ways and attempting to, to see how they in different ways engage with, with this visual form. And also, and I think this is a crucial contribution or at least I hope this is a crucial uh, contribution to the book is, is that these kinds of representations are always in conversation with a, a long uh, tradition of uh, stereotype or caricature or think exclusionary uh, visual work that that you know that that typifies or that that uh, otherwise uh, reduce people to to their appearances right so whether that's uh, a tradition of uh, sort of over sexualized uh, women in superhero comics or whether it's uh, sort of this um, I guess broader cultural tradition of exhibiting uh, uh, disabled people as uh, as freak shows or, or sort of you know something to be stared at or looked at or, or you know objectified in that way, um, or or in the case of uh, of, of race and and, uh, and ethnicity, right? Like actual like racist caricature, racist stereotype, and, and there's like obviously a really long tradition in, in comics for for that. So so what I'm looking at in the book is is how these authors engage with these kinds of traditions and and carve out a, a space for for you know respectful um, insistent um, self representation um, that is always in conversation with these kinds of of uh, of, of exclusionary um, um, traditions so so, for example, uh, for the the Tufik uh, um chapter, what I do is I, I I outline like how he works and works against this use of of, of um, stereotypes of of Arab people in uh, in comics and um, and I guess sort of you know the culture much more broadly, especially post uh, post nine eleven. And so, so how does he, you know, how does he avoid falling into some of those traps that deform also sort of almost um, 
um, invariably produces, right? So if, if you sort of think about uh, comics as a visual language that relies on stereotype and caricature in order to communicate quickly, efficiently, then, then it becomes a language of, a visual language of, of stereotype, uh, of caricature, of things that very easily then turn into, uh, to, for example, noxious racist stereotype, right? And so, so how does Elvasi, uh, how does he avoid that? How does he, how does he engage with that? How does he, um, yeah, how does he carve out a space for himself, for, for self-representation in, in, in a visual tradition that is, often outright hostile to, uh, to him and to his um, visual identity. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, great. I love it. Um, you also very importantly have chosen to edit a book series. Um, mm -hmm. Tell me why this is important. Why, I mean, you know, to kind of curate a space like this. Right, so uh, so this is a series on uh, gender sexuality in comics uh, from from Routledge, uh, and uh, and the idea came to me uh, when I was uh, well, I, I go to a lot of conferences, and uh, and it was just evident to me that uh, some of the most interesting work in in comic studies is being done in in this area of gender and sexuality studies, right, and especially among. Um, uh, the, the sort of you know graduate students or other early career scholars who are, who are doing really really interesting work and uh, and and really sort of cutting edge um, material is, is is being produced at these conferences and uh, and I, I felt that it would be a good idea to to set up the series for um, so so Radler's focus is sort of a, a, a format that the Routledge uh, works with that, that publishes short form uh, scholarship. So it's uh, between 25,000 and 45,000 words uh, books, so shorter books uh, with a quick turnaround time. So from, I think, delivery of, um, of, uh, of the manuscript to publication, uh, we're aiming for something like three months. So, so compared to, to traditional uh, academic publishing, there's a very quick turnaround. And I think that there's a Great opportunity for for this kind of cutting edge work to to uh, to be published in this in this format. Anyway, so so I approached Routledge uh, with this idea and I said, "There's all this work being done, and I think I think a lot of it uh, could benefit from from this kind of uh, you know quick turnaround, short form, uh, but obviously you know academically rigorous and and, and, and so forth as well. Um, but but a slightly you know faster moving." Um, shorter format to really take advantage of, of some of this interesting work that, that's being done. So, uh, so that's what uh, that's what we're doing, and uh, we're currently so the, it's a new series, and, and we're currently putting the, the final touches on the, the first two books that are coming out this summer uh, on uh, gender and sexuality issues in uh, in uh, Batman comics, and also on militarism and feminism in uh, Wonder Woman and Miss Marvel comics. So, so two really interesting uh, titles that you know were written like just you know, last month uh, <laughs> or very recently, right? And uh, and are coming out in, in, in a couple of months. So so our you know these are books that are able to to write about like very current developments in 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 the lives of these characters and, and have them come out um, very quickly thereafter. Um, so we also have books on uh, feminism and Nordic comics, on uh, infertility comics, on uh, gender roles in, uh, in cosplay, on British teen comics. Uh, so all these things are coming out. So we're aiming for sort of a, a very broad 
uh, range of, uh, of material, but this is just sort of the first, uh, the first batch of, uh, of books coming, uh, coming out. So, so I'm very excited about this, uh, this series, and, um, and I think it, it has the potential to really uh, sort of, yeah, just produce some, some really interesting um, studies to, to really, um, I guess, like accelerate the, um, the study of these issues in, in, in comic studies. And, and the response has been so great that, uh, that we've recently launched a, um, a companion series also of more traditional length uh, manuscripts because you know, as soon as we started advertising this, people were, were getting in touch saying, well, this sounds really great, but I have a, you know, a longer <laughs> book that I would like to, uh, to propose. And so we set up a, a companion series that will, that will publish that. Very exciting. And I'm so glad that it's moving so quickly um, as a way to rigorously kind of expand, right, the field <laughs> in uh, this sort of rapid, rapid way that you're talking about. <laughs> you also are directing this program, comics program at the University of East Anglia. Um, you know, we were talking earlier about your own experience in that one seminar that kind of opened you back to the space of comic studies. But yeah, tell us a little bit about, um, this is, you know, another space that you're creating, curating, directing for comic studies. Yeah, so, um, so when, I, uh, when I arrived at this, in, in this job in, um, at the University of East Anglia, uh, I'm in the Department of American Studies. And, uh, and, and it, um, you know, they, they were very supportive of me doing comics and, and were like excited, you know, they hired me on, on the strength of my work and, 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 uh, and, you know, hired me to teach comics and, and, and do work in comics, but, but there wasn't, you know, there wasn't anything like a, like a program or anything like that. But then I arrived and I, you know, I, and I feel like this is my experience at, at all institutions I've, uh, I've been at. Uh, or been associated with is that as soon as you start sort of to, to poke around a bit, you'll find that there are a lot of people around who are interested in comics academically and then do work and publish a little bit or go to conferences or do some kind of work in, uh, in comics uh, without really having it their main gig the way, the way that it is mine. Um, so so I, I started doing that and I found that there, there are a lot of people at, uh, at UEA who... Um, who, who work on comics. So I, um, I started to sort of, you know, have those informal meetings with them and, and, and see, you know, what, what could come of that. And then, and then it, it occurred to me that, you know, we have critical mass here. We have enough people to, uh, to set up a, a, a master's in, in comics that we wanted, you know, very few in the world at this point. So, um, so, so maybe because I was new to, to the university and, and hadn't quite, like had my um you know spirits uh um crushed um yet by by the bureaucracy of of a large uh, institution like that i i just decided well let's see if uh let's see if we can make this happen let's see what it what it takes like, like how 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 much work and what kind of work and you know how would i set up this uh this masters and uh and it turned out that everybody was really supportive of it and uh and i i feel incredibly fortunate that that people were so um so supportive uh, of, of something, you know, relatively unproven uh, at, at all levels of the university, right? Like the, the, the dean of the faculty is really excited about it. And, and it's, it's great to have this kind of, uh, of support for something that is, you know, offbeat in, 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 most, people's, um, in most people's eyes. So, um, so yeah, so, so the, uh, the, the, the sort of the byproduct of, of this kind of approach to it is that uh, it's a 
truly interdisciplinary program. So we're launching this September, uh, September 2020. And, uh, and because it's drawing on, on people from all over campus, it's, it's, like, it's a really interdisciplinary program and, uh, and students will be able to take uh, courses uh, in art history and in uh, film and media studies in politics and in, in, in a whole range of, uh, of different subjects. That are that are related to comics uh, and visual uh, studies um, in, in in some way. So, so in addition to there obviously being sort of you know core comics uh, courses uh, seminars that, that people are going to be uh, taking, they can also so students can find their own way through the program from their own interests. So if if, if students come to us and they're really interested in uh, you know adaptation theory uh, or or you know in, in, in movies or. Or, or television, then then there's a, there's an angle into into comic studies that that um, that they can follow from the film and and television studies uh, department, and similarly from art history and, and, and other departments. So so it's a really it's a really uh, I think a really exciting uh, way to think about comic studies to think about you know not to not think about comics studies as, as something that we box in and think, and, and you know, we. Um, Look at it, you know, from one um, particular perspective, but something that 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 really opens up the university to 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 uh, to students, right? That really is like a way in. They're in the the comic studies uh, program, but but the university is open to them, uh, and they can follow their own interests uh, around. So um, so it's a one year program uh, on the uh, on the UK model, and uh, and. Um, and yeah, so so we launch in um, in in twenty twenty. Applications now open. So uh, so if anybody out there uh, is interested in uh, in joining us, um, please please send us an application. Um, it is one of those things. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, well, I was just going to say it's one of those things where where it's really you know if I'm if I'm honest, it's it's difficult to sort of gauge the the demand for, for, for something like this, right? Because everybody is very excited about the prospect of it and the university keeps asking, you know, how many students, how many students? And, and it's, it's hard for me to, to give a, a good estimate of, uh, of that. And I think especially now with everything going on in the world, like everything is just sort of thrown into, into a, a bit of, of, um, of chaos here. So, so, um, so we're, you know, we're launching uh, and, and but we have, uh, you know, we have a, uh, um, we have faith in the program, and we're hoping to uh, to build it over time. Also, well, it's certainly a, an exciting uh, moment for you, and I think a great model for us to look to for um, ways that the humanities can grow in the twenty first century, right? In a very interdisciplinary mm -hmm. way. Um, what about your own teaching in comics? Um, I know you've written on this, but yeah, can you share some of your, you know, Frederick sort of trademarks here in the classroom? Sure. Um, so, so this book here uh, just came out from um, University of Mississippi Press, and I have a, a, a chapter in there that I co-wrote with uh, Nick Sustanis, who uh, who was my uh, colleague when I was uh, a postdoc at the University of Calgary, and uh, so him and I uh, were were uh, postdocs together in uh, in Calgary, uh, working with Bart Beatty there, and um, and. And we found ourselves teaching, or we, you know, we, well, we became friends, and we found ourselves teaching this, this, uh, this uh, comics course. And so, so when uh, when Susan Kirtley, uh, who's one of the editors of this book, asked um, 
um, if, uh, if we wanted to write something about our experience uh, code teaching uh, at a commons class um, for, for this book, we, we jumped at that opportunity. Uh, so, so that, that collaboration uh, really is the, the, the basis for, for this, this, this one chapter. And the sort of interesting thing about that collaboration was also that obviously Nick is, uh, is sort of, a, you know, he's an educator, a comics maker, and I'm much more of sort of, you know, traditional academic literature person, right? So, so there's an interesting um, uh, combination of approaches uh, that, that we had there. And, uh, and so, so we, um, we came up with all kinds of, uh, you know, just unusual, funny, uh, interesting um, uh, assignments for our students or approaches to teaching. And we just sort of just really, um, really just bouncing ideas of each other for, for the uh, duration of that course. And, and it was a really rewarding teaching experience, I think, for both of us. Uh, and it has really informed my own teaching uh, since then. So, so what I like to do when I teach is I, uh, I, uh, I like to integrate. Well, so one of the challenges of teaching uh, in, you know, and I teach until this new uh, master's program launches, I teach in a fairly, you know, you know, I teach like literature type courses. And so, so the challenge in those types of courses is to get students to think about the comics as comics and not just treat them as as narrative the way that they would treat you know a novel or something right like it's, it's hard to get students to i mean it's hard to get students to um to think about form when you teach like traditional literature uh and i think it's hard to win when you teach comics because students are not really trained in, in thinking about form they're not really trained in, in thinking about how how stories are told how how does a form influence the the content. So, so in order to do that, um, um, I've devised all these uh, different uh, assignments uh, to, to, to really, you know, from the very first class, get students to think about form. Like, how is, how is the fact that this text is a comic contribute to how we understand it? And, uh, and I think there's something, you know, the whole sort of idea of like, you know, learning by doing or, or whatever you want to call it, but there's really something about that because when you think about how students learn to um, uh, learn about literature, they also learn about literature by writing essays, which is the same thing as, as you know, using words in specific ways for a particular effect, right? So, so I think that there's a similar uh, thing to be gained when you ask students to, to draw, to, to make comics, right? They learn about, they learn how to analyze comics by, by working in the same form in the same way that, that they learn how to analyze literature by, by writing essays, right? And so, uh, so I make students draw in every class, uh, whether it's just little short little assignments um, or, or more elaborate things. But the whole, my, my course is always designed to have this sort of trajectory of more and more advanced uh, comics making throughout, right? So the first few weeks we, we doodle, we draw uh, short little things. Uh, we, uh, you know, we just make sure we put pen to paper in, uh, in every class. And then that gradually developed into sort of more comprehensive visual analysis or sort of full on uh, comics making where they have to make a, um, and this is not my own assignment. I, I forget where, uh, where I, I first encountered this, but I pretty much like made my own uh, now. And it, it's in every, every class I teach is to ask students to review a comic in, in comics form, right? To, to, to engage with, with a comic on its own term and try to, to put, you know, Put, put their analysis or their evaluation of, of this comic into, into comics one. So, um, 
so so the the trajectory as I'm saying is always just towards more and more comics and then at the end uh, I either I, I I have them have my students um, sort of apply everything they've learned to a traditional essay and sort of see like okay like now that we've spent like all term you know not writing essays like what happens if we put all this um, all this, this this all these skills all this knowledge uh, into traditional essay writing and um, or I, I you know devise some other um, sort of more experimental um, uh, format for, for, for the final uh, assignment. But the students tend to really like the, that final essay where they then get to, to like sort of return to this form that they're very familiar with from, from previous work, but bring a new perspective of, of you know, form of visual analysis to it. Yeah, that's really great. I, I look forward to one day sitting in on one of your classes, Frederick. Um, so what in, I mean, obviously, autobiography, sexuality, gender, these are important areas for you and your work and opening those spaces for others. But what most excites you today in the study of comics? And maybe what comics are exciting for you as well? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, well, in the study of comics, I think I'm really excited just about like how quickly the field is, is growing, right? Like even just like in the last five years like when i first started going to comics conferences maybe 10 years ago uh you know there, there there weren't that many and you could keep up with all the books and and you knew all the people and it was very it was a small it was a, it was a small world right and um and now it's it has completely exploded right like the, it's impossible to keep up there's you know five books every month uh you know i can't i can't keep up anymore at all and, and that's that's exciting, right? That that's a, that's a sign of a, of a, of a healthy um, I don't know, field, discipline, whatever you, you might want to call it. Um, and uh, and at the same time as that, uh, the sort of um, uh, development of new institutions, organizations, uh, and outlets for for comics. So so whether that's you know my own uh, comic series that I'm editing, or or our MA in, in comic studies, or whether it's the uh, uh, organizations like the Comic Studies Society or the Canadian Sub, uh, Society for the Study of Comics, or it's the um, uh, Nick Nick Susanis's Comic Studies Minor at San Francisco State University, or or you know all these sort of um, instances of uh, of institutionalization of 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 comics. I think that's that's a really uh, exciting development. It's it's not this fringe thing that 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 people sort of you know sneak in the, the, the back door anymore or, or do on their, on their own time once they've you know, taught all the classes that they have to teach. And now finally they can, they can teach the comms classes and things. And, uh, and so, so I'm excited about that. I'm also excited about the diversity of perspectives uh, that, that are coming out, both in terms of the comics being produced, but also, um, also in terms of, of comics studies, right? So when I started going to conferences uh, five or 10 years ago, like most of the, the, the other people talking about comics um, were talking about, you know, they were well, demographically very similar and they tended to talk about uh, superhero comics. Uh, uh, and, and, you know, that, that was not exactly what I was uh, the most interested in and, and still isn't really. Um, but uh, but when I go to conferences now, it's 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 a completely different uh, scenario, right? Like the the last five or ten years have really uh, turned that upside down, and, and now they're 
there, you know, there's work being done on, on all aspects of comics, and I think that's really, really exciting. So, um, so that's what I'm really excited about in comics um, and comic studies. In terms of comics, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm finding myself uh, still uh, drawn to, uh, to, to autobiographical comics. I feel like there's like something there that I don't, I don't, I can't really place it in terms of my own sort of, you know, like there's the intellectual uh, fascination with this kind of material, but there's also just something I, I really like when I read something and I feel like I'm connecting with the, with the, with the artist in some way, right? So whether that's, um, um, well, whether that's because of, of, of the story or whether I agree with like the, the, the political view being um, being presented or, or whether that is, but, but there's something about that, that connection with the author that I find uh, especially, you know, there's something, I think it's built into comics, right? Because you, you see the author on the page, not even just when they draw themselves, but you see the, the you know, the drawings, you see the trace of, of, of the artist there on the page. And there's just something so intimate about that. And, and, uh, and I find myself just you know, drawn to those kinds of, of the, you know, the more personal, the more, um, the more um, sort of wacky uh, comics. Uh, my favorite comic uh, from, from the last five years is, uh, is by uh, Gabby Schultz. I don't know if you know uh, him. Uh, so the comic Sick um, is, is just, it's, it's a mind-blowingly good comic uh, about uh, this one time that he was really, really sick and he started hallucinating and having all these thoughts about um, you know, well, his own uh, complicity in uh, in uh, in in sort of this mindless uh, American consumer culture that 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 he sees around him, and so so he starts hallucinating about that, and it becomes a very politically loaded comic about um, the way I I read this comic about uh, about whiteness, about his own whiteness, about his own uh, yeah his own responsibility as a white American uh, man. And um, and so I, I wrote an article about that that's coming out in Inks, the uh, the, the comics um, society um, journal, uh, sometime later this year. So so that's that's something that I'm very excited about at the moment. Just is people using uh, comics for uh, those kinds of like wide ranging political critiques. Wonderful, uh, Frederick Collert, University <laughs> of East Anglia. Um, Director of Comics Studies. Thank you so much for joining me and sharing your story with us. Thanks for having me. That was really fun. <laughs>